Hello everyone, welcome to a pre-Hanukkah episode of Parsha Inspiration. Today I want to share with you a very powerful idea by the Maharal Miprag. The Maharal discusses the four ancient empires that conquered the world and subjugated the Jewish people. These were Babylon, Persia, Greece and Rome. The rabbis discuss these four empires in the context of a verse at the beginning of the Torah. The Torah says, The earth was unformed and empty, with darkness on the face of the deep. The rabbis say, unformed and empty, Tohu represents the kingdom of Babylon, Bohu represents Madai or Paras, Persia, Choshech represents Greece, because they darkened the eyes of the Jewish people with their anti-religious decrees. And Alpineta Hob, upon the face of the deep, this is a reference to Rome, whose kingdom will continue in one form or another until the time of Mashiach. And so, like the ocean, how long it will last, its depths are unfathomable. The final part of the Pasuk, Veruach Elohim Merachefet the Spirit of Hashem hovers over the face of the deep. This, says the Midrash, is the Spirit of Mashiach. The Maharal asks the question, what does this verse have to do with the four empires and Mashiach? And he says something very deep and profound. You see, the idea of the four kingdoms is something that originates from the very beginning of creation. When Hashem created the world, the ultimate goal was that humanity will come to realize that the purpose of existence is to connect to Hashem. Hashem is the center point of everything, and the Jewish people are the nation that enables the world to connect to Hashem. Eventually the world is going to realize that, as we say in the Pasuk, On that day Hashem will be one and His name will be one, because the entire world will recognize Hashem as the center of the universe. However, the Maharal says that the world has to go through a process of development before it's going to reach that point. What's it like? It's like a human being's development. The ultimate goal in a human being's development is that they should become a responsible, spiritual, ethical human being. However, as we all know, Human beings don't start out that way. Says the Maharal, the reason why is because there are different components to a person and each of those has a period of dominance before they can ultimately come and harmonize with each other and reach that central goal. The three components the Maharal identifies are there's the gulf, the physical body, there's the nefesh, that's the life force of the body, and then there's the sechel, which is the intellect, which is the higher component, spiritual component of the human being. And each of these components takes prominence within the person, within the child, at different stages of their development. So a child starts out being where the physical component of their being is prominent. The intellect, the mind, the spiritual component is something that doesn't mature until much later. The Maharal says the same thing happened with humanity as a whole. Now the Maharal explains that when one component of the person takes prominence over the others, that leads to certain excesses. As the Mishnah in Pirkei Avot says, Rabbi Elazar HaKapar says, That jealousy, desire and glory take a person out of the world. They take a person away from the central goal of what the world is all about. So when it came to the kingdom of Babel, Babel represents glory. The Maharal associates Bavel with the ego, with the nefesh, with the, with the life force, with the identity of the person. We can see an example of this with the Tower of Bavel, when the people said that let us build for ourselves a city with the tower up in the heavens, let us make a name for ourselves. They were seeking kavod and glory through their impressive achievements. The second kingdom mentioned was Paras or Madai, Persia, which was known for their extreme hedonistic attitudes like Achashverosh, who had a different woman from his kingdom come to him each night. That represents the guf, the body, the ta'avah, the desire. This is like the teenage years of 
of humanity's development. After this came Greece, and they represent the concept of the intellect, enlightenment, the age when a person reaches intellectual maturity. And the Greeks excelled in all their intellectual endeavors, in mathematics, in logic, in philosophy, in the aesthetics. And for some reason, they attacked the Jewish people's observance of the Torah. They wanted the Jewish people to think like them. Why? Because they realized that the Jews claimed that they had intellect of a transcendent level. They were the recipients of Torah, which claimed to be divine intellect. And this made the Greeks jealous. This was the kin'ah, the jealousy that they had for the Jewish people, which is why they felt they had to fight it and destroy it. And therefore the Midrash associates the Greeks with darkness because they claimed to have enlightenment, but their enlightenment was detached from the divine and therefore it was truly dark. So on Hanukkah we celebrate the military victory of the Hashmonaim, but it's not just the military victory, it's the purpose of that victory which was to demonstrate the divine element of intellect which Am Yisrael represent in the world. And that's why we light Hanukkah candles which represent this concept of light. The Maccabees kept that light alive and made it possible for that light to grow and increase as we light each night of Hanukkah. And as I heard Rabbi Sachs say beautifully that the light of Torah is a spiritual good. Whereas with physical goods, when you share them, they become diminished. But spiritual goods are like candles. When you light another candle, it just produces more light. And that is what we are here to do, to spread divine light, transcendent light, and not merely human intellect. I want to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah, but not just a happy Hanukkah, but an enlightening Hanukkah where we dedicate ourselves to the idea of spreading this transcendent light. And now, today's riddle. Kids, why do we use a shamash to light the Hanukkah candles? Send in your answers. And I just want to wish everybody Shabbat Shalom and a Hanukkah Sameach.